you're listening to the Brooke Philanthropist, hashtag two girls in one podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Izzy. And today on our show, we have a special guest whom we've interviewed at a local restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) We're just laughing because the background music was just, uh, it just added a little bit of element to it. So So it added culture. It did. So if you can, if you can dance to uh, Northingham music, have (laughs) it. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. Um, Her name is Valeria. She was gracious enough to sit and talk with us about her life and what it's like to live as a transgendered Latina woman. But before we get to that, we would like to acknowledge and thank Edgar Lopez for helping us edit our podcast. He's basically her sound engineer extraordinaire, so look him up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Izzy, do you want to tell them where they can find him? Yes, I can. Um, you guys can look him up on Facebook at Garzel Productions, as well as IG, and it's spelled G-A-R-Z-E-L Productions. He not only does um, work with music, but he's also an artist, and he works a lot with wood. And I always say wood, and people are like, what? So he does um, pyrography which is basically wood burning, and he does a lot of wood cuts. So it was very impressive. Um, go check him out, and um, you, he can probably do a commission for you. <laughs> I thought pyography was like pie and geography put together, <laughs> but I guess not. So stay tuned on our show and learn about more stuff. <laughs> Soy de y soy una 23-year-old Valeria is just one of the many transgender Latinas living in the United States. She sat down with us and shared her experiences and how she became the woman she is today. It's difficult, you know? It's difficult to tell you all my life because I've really had a story very bad. I was in the streets los 14 años aquí. ¿Eso fue en los Estados Unidos? Sí, en el estado de Illinois. Uh-huh. Y um, tenía como un desorden mental, digamos, o emocional. Uh-huh. So estaba haciendo, más que nada creo que me estaban abusando muchas personas más adultas que yo. Uh-huh. Pero a veces la necesidad de ciertas cosas o, o cuando uno cree que uno puede sobresalir por uno mismo y dices el mundo es mío y lo voy a agarrar, ¿no? Entonces, um, pasan ciertas cosas en la calle que después, a la larga, tienen muchas consecuencias. Y en vez de ir a la escuela, realmente me dediqué a estar en la prostitución. Although it was difficult to share, Valeria explained that she was homeless at 14 while living in Illinois. She mentioned her struggle with mental illness and emotional issues and living through abuse. Valeria says, one believes that they can overcome for themselves and think that the world is mine and I'm taking it. But certain things happen that have consequences. At her young age, instead of going to school, Valeria turned to prostitution. Ahora que ya soy una persona más adulta, soy ahora ya veo las cosas diferentes y um, he tratado de regresar al camino de donde no debía de haber salido. Y, y tampoco me puedo arrepentir porque gracias a esas experiencias tan difíciles realmente me now that Valeria is older, she sees things in a different light. She doesn't regret those obstacles she faced because those experiences have made her the strong person she is today. 
So, yo ya lo sabía desde los ocho años. A mí me gustaba jugar con muñecas, me gustaba cambiar incluso las muñecas o las canicas por uh, los carritos por muñecas o las canicas por muñecas. Y, y ya lo traes en la sangre, desde que eres niño te das de cuenta. At eight years old, she realized her sexuality. She opted for dolls over cars. It was embedded in her blood. As a child, she just knew. That was our interview with Valeria, and it was really awesome of her to come in and sit with us and talk about her, her life, basically, and just share so many intimate details with us for this podcast. Um, she touched on a lot more that we're kind of going to talk a little bit about during the rest of the show, and hopefully we can invite her next time and we can talk a little bit more about other things with her. She definitely sheds some light on a very serious topic. Um, she's someone who is definitely relatable. We're not seeing this from a celebrity's point of view, but an average person's. Um, I know that the Caitlyn Jenner whole, you know, controversy is such a big topic. However, we're not really seeing it from just an average person. So I think that just having her speak out on her personal um, struggles and obstacles, it kind of really definitely Saved her purpose. Yeah, it, she was definitely like a great advocate for that because, mm -hmm. I mean, just seeing what it was that she touched on and her story was just so... It was very powerful, it, yeah. definitely. It gave us a different perspective on her trials and tribulations. I definitely agree with that. She was, I, I don't know, I just find it really great that she was so open with us seeing us have those spaces yeah it's um it's just something that we can all appreciate this um for her like i said speaking with us about this topic so. yeah and she 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 talked more about her transition um about her transitioning from a man into a woman everything she had to go through different surgeries she had to go through um just mentally putting herself mentally preparing herself i should say for that transformation and she talks about how it's it's a transformation that you just don't make from one day to the next it is a process and even just the thought of thinking about it it's also a process yes indeed so i don't know i thought it was wonderful everything she shared with us it definitely put things in a different light and i really hope we can get her on the show again soon um so she can talk more about those topics because i think that's also very important for people to understand this isn't just a spur of the moment decision that people make. I mean, this is a psychological, physical process, and you also have to realize that everything around you has to change. I mean, she talks about her family, um, the town that she grew up in, everybody kind of changing their thought along with her, and how some people just couldn't change their their thoughts, yeah, their thoughts, and their yeah, their I guess their opinions. So yeah, it is a struggle. Um, she even discussed about discrimination. At, um, at work or even potential employment and that's something hard to to kind of grasp because you're really trying to make coming from a different country and not only from a different country but you're transgendered and you're trying to make something out of yourself make a living out of yourself and when people kind of just push against you it's um it, it, it's really hard when people can't acknowledge your differences and don't um, let you have an opportunity. So there, um, those are definitely struggles. But she's happy. She just keeps she keeps on smiling and she's going and she's really 
Yeah. Your focus. It's really, it is really nice. I mean, I've, I've not met too many people that were like so open to share their story like that. So for her to open up, I think I just, I keep repeating myself about this because <laughs> I'm like, I'm in real shock that she opened up. This was the first time I've, I met her. I don't know if this was the first time you mm-hmm. meeting her. I've met her before and um, through a friend and we went out to a club <laughs> like Latinas <laughs> that we are. And she was really fun and she just didn't seem like anything bothered her. Yeah. Her... A lot of people look at her and they're just amazed on how beautiful she is because she's very beautiful and it's like she's the body that I've always wanted. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, because <laughs> her trans. <laughs> she is our inspo. Our exactly, inspo. and uh, it, it's just something to appreciate. Definitely, I, I hope a lot a lot of opportunities come her way and she's able to make something out of herself. Um, not that she doesn't already, because she's doing a lot for her family. But to her, have peace and be. Uh, maybe a role model or like you said like if she can be a motivational speaker for people who do yeah. need that help because there aren't a lot of people or a lot of uh, a group or a, a forum I should say for people to just come out and just say how they feel what are their opinions about me going through a transition or any of things of that yeah. nature so I, just a support group yeah, in general go off on what you said I don't know if there really are too many places in Delaware I mean I know that there's a um, NAMI, the National Alliance for Mental Illness, they have um, a a little portion of it. I'm not exactly sure what, but I can totally look into that and put that on Facebook. But I I mean, I don't know if other states have programs or um, organizations or nonprofits or support groups or what have you that help support people that are going through um, this process. Because because we also looked online and from a statistics, in 2012, 18% of Latino, transgender Latinos are unemployed, uh, 40% transgendered people are homeless youth, and 26% of that are Hispanics. So that's like a significant amount. And like I said before, not only are for people who are from different countries, they have to just uh, face discrimination, but another discrimination on top of that of being transgendered or being gay or what's in things of that nature so um like i said if there's some type of support group or if you know anyone and you want to reach out definitely let us know and we can definitely try to incorporate that with our next segment or like an update and we actually are thinking about doing a youtube yay Yay. so we can definitely see you can everyone can see our beautiful faces and we'll have Valeria come um, again and do an update and see how her life is doing. So Yeah, so post stuff on our Facebook, please. Um, let us know if you know of any places, of any organizations, any websites, whatever, um, that we can also talk about on our show next time. And we should also have Valeria's picture on our Facebook. We actually yes. have a bunch of pictures of her that she sent to us. Um, so that way you can see her pretty face exactly. on our Facebook as well. So um, I will say this. Although Caitlyn Jenner is a face for the celebrity world, I guess you, you can say for her to come out the way she did. But like I said before, there are, well actually, you know what? She did mention other people before Caitlyn Jenner who came out as transgender, like Amita Lepore or Carmen Carrera, Carrera, I should say. Laverne Cox. So it's just like she's a poster child, but she's really not. I think for this era, era maybe, but in reality, 
people who are not acknowledged as much as such should be because they were you know this was probably in the 90s or 80s and even at that time that was like a big shock to everyone so yeah that's my whole little <laughs> spiel about that so i don't know um depending so yeah we'll have her back on the show you, you know what i think Great is news. also kind of cool that she touched on which is why i i feel like they could be an advocate um she talked about going through a process, and I think it's actually one of the snips that we used for our introduction of, about the interview. She um, talked about mental illnesses and, you know, talking to a therapist and talking to, mm-hmm. you know, just because of what every, all the, the stuff she was going through, along with her transformation, she basically touched on mental illness, and I think it was really powerful of her to do that because not too many people are open about it. Mm-hmm. And second, because she was just so open with us. She is. How can you get over I that? know, no, she is, but it's good because we know from the help that she received, it really kind of gave her, um, I guess, I don't know how to word this, but she, it gave her kind of peace of mind. Because mm-hmm. she's yeah. not alone, and people understand what she's going through. And that kind of, it does help because you're you're thinking to yourself that, oh my God, I don't have anyone to talk to. Am I really the crazy one or is there something wrong with me? But, you know, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just that the world is really cruel. There's and something wrong with the there's world. There's with the world, yes, exactly. But, yeah, I think that we should definitely support more mental illness. Uh, Ill- Ill- mental, mental illness awareness. Ill- awareness, yes. Which is always, it's, a, it's October usually, right? October, yeah, October. 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 So, yeah, so we'll definitely try and to do something actually, like that. Actually, this month is National Minority Mental Illness Awareness Month. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. That There's is like so many awarenesses <laughs> every month, but that's so cool. Just be aware. Just people. be aware. But and that's a good thing for everyone to be aware. It doesn't matter what kind of awareness. It's just something to be open-minded about, research, and you too can have an epiphany of some sort. And like, yeah. oh, yeah. And, so. I mean, also that you can't just judge people by just being like oh well they're this kind of person or whatever because I mean from meeting her first impression I was like this chick had a great life yeah but after hearing her story you hear her struggles and then you get to appreciate everything that she's gone through you get to appreciate the person that was sitting right in front of you and I think people need to be open to that you you don't have to go around asking everybody like so where are we but no but you're right because when you see someone that's different your initial thought is oh wow like I can't talk to her or I don't know she just doesn't seem like I she's not a person that I would talk to but when you sit down and you actually have like a good in-depth conversation I mean it won't, might not be in-depth as it was for us but right. you can get a different appreciation and a different perspective and um, the world will be a better place once everyone knows that you know what being different is cool and good and you should not be afraid to open up who you really well said, Izzy. Yes, I did it. I did it. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Valeria was a doll. She was so sweet, and we're so glad that you got the chance to listen to her story. And hopefully, you guys can give us some input for next time when we talk to her. And yeah, so go check out our Facebook, Facebook, some stuff, Instagram, check out her pictures. Hashtag Two Girls in One Podcast. Um, you know, I feel like it should be two girls, one mic, because we are sharing literally one mic. We, right we are. Now. We're like, we can smell <laughs> each other's breath right now. We just ate. Nachos. <laughs> it's like garlic. Ooh, that sounds Mine so good. Mine was nicer. Nachos. Yeah, nachos, <laughs> I know. 
but definitely um stay tuned and like she said we might repeat it over and over again please comment leave us feedback let us know what your ideas what your suggestions are for our next segment like and speech classes exactly no for me more <laughs> even though i'm in oral communications i notice myself saying um you know um and then those those really awkward pauses like <laughs> like i just did right now maybe they should count all the ums we have on each of our shows no and if any one of you can do that if you guys want to do that you want to keep count feel free because we really need some constructive criticism like ASAP. <laughs> Definitely. But like Izzy mentioned before, we're going to have a YouTube show soon. So we'll keep you posted on our Facebook and yeah. Um, yeah. Um, 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 yeah. Keep on the ums, the awkward silences and keep moving forward. <laughs> All right. So we'll see you guys later. Well, we can't see you, but we'll talk to you guys later. You'll see us. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> It's not just in your appearance or outer beauty. It's also about educating yourself and how you portray yourself in society and try to be the difference.